Okay, I'll do it this time. I'm here with you, Nine, and you're listening to the Cody Kings podcast. But no, 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 no. Alright, so year nine, you guys look fresh, fantastic, I like you guys already. We're talking about, mates, let's go around the room and just share our names. What's your name up the back? Oh, Jai. Josh. Charlie. Sean. Sean, awesome. Yeah, we've got Benny here, we've got Jai. Jaden. <laughs> Get my name right. Jeez, guys. When you're in primary school, boys, do you remember the back in those days? Yeah. Yeah, nap breaks, milk, canteen lines, lots of outdoor activities. What primary? What was primary school like for you, mate, Joy? Oh, it was pretty fun when it was like year six and that, but style was boring as. Yeah, did you? Were you guys considered good kids? Good. You just define that as. Were you a good kid, Sean? Yes. Yeah. So a teacher would say, "Yeah, Sean is quiet or he's loud." What, what would he? What would they describe you as? Mostly quiet. Okay, cool. How about you, Charlie? No. So from what, as long as you can remember, have you always been like that? Yeah. What kind of stuff did you get up to when you are in primary school? Just fights and not listening to the teacher. Yeah, why is that, do you think? So from kindergarten, from when you landed at school, were you just like that? Uh, I got bullied in kindergarten, year one, year two, and then my pop told me to stand up for myself. So he hit me and I hit him back and he didn't touch me again. The guy at school? Yeah. What was his name? Jack. You never forget him, do you? You never forget your first. No. No. Awesome. Okay, well, so did you just continue that pattern from yeah, that? kind of. Whenever someone like got me a bit angry, I got back at him. Okay, interesting. All right, how about you, mate? What were you like in primary school? Oh, in between. <laughs> Mate, I, I don't like those types of answers, boys. I'm just going to be up front, right? I imagine if there is a herd of cattle, right? There's heaps of them in a pack, right? Yeah. You could be attacked from here, 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 here by all these, like, attackers, right? Where's the safest place to be? In the pack. In where? In the middle. Exactly. And I don't like in the middle answers. Bit of everything. What kind of music do you like? Ah, bit of... I just like all of it. So in the freaking middle... You know what's cool about being in the middle? It's safe. They're safe answers. You don't, have to cha- you don't have to be challenged by anybody if you're in the middle. No one's going to challenge you. And you know what's cool? No one's going to challenge you except me and these guys. But no one gets to know you because you're safe. How can I freaking get to know you guys when you're like, bit of everything, bit of all of it? No one gets to know you, but you're safe. Because that's, that's actually a survival tactic. We've learned that from the beginning of... When we're cavemen, we avoid danger. That's why we play things safe. So let me ask you again, man. Try and think back. Were you generally a better kid or a kid who got in trouble? A kid who got in trouble. There you go. See? There you are. I see you now, man. Why? What happened? Oh, talk back to the teacher. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, call teachers stupid names. Oh, yeah? Like what? Oh, the teacher had a big mole on the side of the head and I called him Mrs. Mole. Uh, Mrs. Mole. What year were you in when you started this? Oh, like year five. Okay, so were you always like that? Mm, not really, no. So let's go back in time, right? What happened? When did it all start? When did you start getting an attitude going, yeah, I don't care what people think? 
year five. What happened in year five? Oh, I just had a bad teacher and she was a bit of a bitch. So you had enough? Yeah. Okay, so year four, were you mucking up at all for anyone? No. See how like there's always a moment in time in your life where something happened before you, you know, it was your, your granddad giving you advice, it was like a teacher. When I hit year six, when I hit year six, I had a good teacher and he kind of set me on the right path. So I left primary school like, on a good term. That's pretty. That's a pretty cool story. I've been a cheeky bugger since I was in year two, probably. I remember this kid slashed the principal's... No, you took the principal's tyres um, caps off. How old were you? It's probably about eight or ten. Oh, probably about ten. You were at ten years old. Yeah. You found the, t- the principal's tyres and you undid all the caps and his tyres went flat. <laughs> yeah. And then about year eight, it was drug use and got expelled for uh, selling marijuana and smoking on the school premises. Um, then probably year 10 or year 9 and 10, I was in and out of the principal's office almost day to day on a day to day basis. I just didn't care because I knew that I didn't need to be in school and I had already found my pathway I wanted to take. I just um, found it hard to get good reasoning to leave school. So I ended up leaving in year 10 and ended up getting a job at Macca's, so. Benny's story there kind of just shows you. So Ben's story is an example of, well, he's always had, he had a pretty naughty nature as a kid, but school wasn't the best environment for that nature. But the thing we all had to learn about Ben was that there, what are the, we had to ask what options are there outside of school for a guy like that. And dad and mum and all that looked at some options and you can't... Do you guys know when you can leave school? Um, at any year 10 or so, if you have an apprenticeship? Seven, 17 or you can leave earlier if you have a full-time job. Yeah, if you're a full-time job, minimum of 25 hours. Yeah. Okay, so we found a job for... Mac has agreed to give this guy... She works at KFC, she has to get 25 hours a week. And if you don't have any of those options, then you have to stay in school legally because yeah. your parents are legally responsible for you until you're 18. So that's, that's the deal. So it's, see, we open up, and I hope you guys feel comfortable open up more too because... 15, where are you from, bro? Um, China. China. It's good to see you, man. It's good that you're part of this. Okay, so, right. What were you like, Sean? In primary school? Mm, mostly quiet and hanging out with my friends. Cool, yeah. And um, Mr. Clinton told me a little bit about your ear, right? Yeah. No one knows you here on this podcast, but I think it'll be really brave of you and really encouraging the people listening if you could talk a little bit about it. Now, like, could you do that a little bit? Like, when did you... What? Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, so, when I was born... I- um, the doctor was, like, left uh, too much pressure on from my head. That's why it ended up happening. So from birth? Yeah. Wow, man. I wasn't actually deaf, so so I got the oxygen in my head and that's how it ended up. That's crazy, man. So that's been pretty much from birth, yeah? Yeah. So talk a little bit. So what happened through school? Um, I don't really know. So from primary school, did people call your names? No. No? Did they, did they understand you? 
Yeah, no, I've been just playing normal. Oh, okay, cool. So in high school right now, um, Mr. Clinton was telling me, what what is it actually with Yuri that you have? I, I met a guy two weeks ago when I spoke at a conference. He's, he rocked up to school one day. He was 16. Things started getting blurry at the board. And he's like, Miss, I can't really. My, my eyes are going really weird. And he went to sick bay. His dad called his dad up and his dad was like, oh, get over it. You're all right. And his mum called him back up and said, you got to come out. Went to the hospital, did some tests, woke up the next morning, he was 98% blind. And he didn't know, he didn't ask, he didn't ask for that. No one woke up in the morning and goes, I want to be blind. It's just the way you are, man. And, and you gotta, you got to accept it. Yeah, he accepted it. And now he's speaking around the world, doing something to help people. And his message is true vision. He can't see anymore, but he says he can still see. You know, you can still see things like people and shapes, shapes and but not just physical things, but he can see the real things. Like if someone's honest, if someone, if it's a good deal, you know, if someone's, yeah, you know what I mean? So for you, intuition, you've got to um, just accept it and you have, but don't ever be ashamed of it. That's the very thing that can help other people. It will hold you back if you are, man. man. You just need to move forward, accept it and then... It's just the way you are. You can't change it, man. Yeah, so um, kudos to you, Sean. You're a legend, man. What were you like in primary school? I was a pretty good kid. That style's pretty bad. Bully some kids. But then once... Yeah, my parents sought me out. So I started getting good and that. Yeah. How did your parents sort you out? I yelled and sort of told me, if you're going to be a bad kid, you're not going to get far in life. Really? And you listened? Yep. Wow. Good on you for listening. And what are you like now? I'm a pretty good kid. Yeah, you look like a good kid. Thanks. Yeah. Always said Charlie Buzz. What, if you don't mind me asking, what type of family background have you been brought up in, man? Take the, take the mic, man. Was it rough, bro? Uh, it wasn't too bad. I had an older brother that kind of... Drugs. Yeah, and just pushed me around a bit. But other mm. than that, my parents were pretty good. And always been supportive of me and what I want to do. How about, how about you yourself, bro? Like, have you struggled with um, depression or anxiety or substance abuse or anything like that? Or are you a bit too young? Uh, you, can, you can say it all, man. Trust me, I've seen it and I've done it all. I've done a few things, but nothing too serious. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Hey, that's a good step. See, like, you guys... Um, I know this is a platform. No one knows your face. No one's seen your face. No one really knows your full name or anything or even this school that we're at. So the the thing that locks people up is when they're dishonest about stuff. And they, and when you're dishonest, it starts turning into like um, disillusion. People just become real like, like pretending things don't exist. <laughs> so when you're op- open and honest, you know, if you go see a psychologist, a psychologist would be like, hey, Sean, be honest with me, tell me all your stuff. And once you open up the worm, you're just telling it as it is and you feel so much better. But in our society, we're so scared about what people, what consequences might come to you if you're truly honest. If you say, hey, listen, I don't like you. Or listen, I've done this in my life. You're afraid of shame. You're afraid of you know, being you judged yeah, and all that stuff. But all those things I said aren't physical dangers. It's all mental. They're emotional dangers. Emotional. They're mental health issues. 
And I think most people have mental health issues because I'm trading mental health now because they don't don't have anything to be able to be honest about. They don't have anyone to be honest to. And the whole social media platform is pretty much built upon lies and everything everything that you see is almost fake. And a lot of people your age will suffer depression and anxiety from a young age because of social media and online bullying, which is very very real because i know this because i've experienced it since i was probably about 12 years old yeah and i've had the worst run with depression and anxiety but what i can tell you is there's always a light at the end of the tunnel and you can always seek help and it's never too late man yeah it's true b so like boys being in year nine right you've learned we've talked about primary school what you guys were like what kind of started some patterns of behavior your granddad told you to stand up for yourself and you did and you know, you were a naughty kid, but and that started in year five, yeah. Sean, you've been a good kid, you know, and, and you've been a good, you were naughty, but, you know, your parents sorted you out, you said. So, fast forward to now. What's changed? What's changed? Uh, I've got a job now, but everyone just thinks, like, I'm a junkie and on heaps of stuff. Everyone? Yeah, everyone, like, judges me because I've done some stuff in my past, but... yeah. Different, and if they see you as different, they're afraid of different because they can't face it. And everyone's just running with the pack, trying to just not stand out. There's yeah. people like you that stand out that people are going to challenge because they're scared of you, bro. Yeah, I moved. I moved to this school this year, and um, some people from the old school tell me I've changed. Yeah, talking shit about me, saying I'm on heaps of stuff that I haven't even thought about touching. And then it gets yeah. around, bro. But get, but it's always like, uh, have you ever heard of the actual? Like fact that you know one rotten fruit can ruin the bunch. Yeah. So if you throw a rotten fruit in the fresh bunch of fruit, it'll go off. Yeah. A real a thing that I've learned is that rumors and all that stuff start with only a handful. Yeah. Well, when like my true friends come with me, they're like, they know it's not true, mm-hmm. so they know how I am and what I'm like. Can I tell you a technique that will help? Yeah. That well, there's two there's two natural responses to when we hear lies. It's the same of an of an animal. You either cower away. I remember Molly, our dog, when we got her. Yeah, uh, she she used to like cower her head down when we patted her because she was abused. Yeah. So her natural response to affection was, "You're gonna hurt me." Or another way people respond or dogs respond is they bite. Yeah. So um, that's 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 the same when people come at you with all these accusations. Is either you just let it go, run away, avoid it. Or you fight them, but yeah. there's something in between that separates us from animals and all that, and that's actually been a bit more tactical. And in law, right? Let this get this right. Any one of you guys could ring up the police right now and say, "Mr. Clinton punched me in the face." Yeah. Make a claim. What's going to happen is Clinton going to be arrested. They'd yes. probably take him away and like question him. Yeah, maybe. Who else has got something to say? We just rang up. The police said Clinton hit me. Is he going to be Wouldn't charged? He'd be arrested. He'd be questioned thoroughly. Yeah, go to Jaden. Jaden, yeah. Well, they'd ask for your evidence, of course, yeah. at one stage. Yeah, so what happens is um, all the police calls, claims get put on a big fat desk of piles and they'll call you up to see if you come down to the station or not. But there's not enough evidence to prove it right then the claim just sits there. Yeah. It's you as well, man. People have claims about you. They make all this stuff up. 
Look at the gossip mags. Look at the blogs online. Celebrity did this. Celebrity did all oh, claims. Yeah. Not much proof. Jen. All I do at the moment is just like not worry about them and just do what I like doing, like riding my bike. Good. And that like releases my anger pretty much. Good. Well, you're dealing with it in a healthy way. Yeah. But any of you boys, if you get accused, you got to be like a lawyer. And if you if you're faced with it, don't act like a dog and bite them. Act like a lawyer and question them. You're like, oh, where'd you hear that from? So you question where they got the source from, so you can find yeah. the gossip. Oh, I just heard it from so and so. Oh, who's so and so? How did he find out? Are you are you just believing whatever you hear? Do you even yeah. know me? Have we even had lunch together? You don't. It doesn't sound like you even know what you're talking about, mate. Like if I went to a party and everyone used to like, they just thought that. I was getting off my face when I just went to a mate's house to have a party. Yeah. There's a quote that says, the best revenge is to be unlike the, 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 rest, of the, the rest of the guys who are accusing you. So sometimes people fall into the trap of, if they, if you, if they say you're on stuff, they actually go, oh, well, I might as well. Yeah. Because everyone thinks you're going to do it. But the best revenge is actually to do the opposite, to prove him wrong. Yeah. So oh, he's on everything. It's like you've got water in your hand. Yeah, exactly. Hey, get a photo with water in your hand. Yeah. I'm on everything. I'm on everything, yeah. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on Coca-Cola. <laughs> I'm on Fanta. <laughs> I'm on a bit of Mars bar on the side. <laughs> it's an interesting name. So um, it's funny how a couple of things we can do in our past can be the very thing people tattoo you with for the rest of your life and forget that you've even changed. Yeah. It's the worst thing when you're held in the past. Has anyone had that happen to themselves as well, like where you've done something in the past? I've made a lot of mistakes in the past and I was judged very harshly, especially in year eight when I, after I got expelled, when I moved back to St Mary's. Uh, a lot of rumours were floating around about me and I would sit by myself for the first at least three months of school because everyone was just scared of me and I, I'd hear them talking about me but I, I was too depressed and anxious to even fight them off I, I would just usually do what Maddie said and cower in the corner and just I, I usually just let it eat me away and then by the time I got to year 10 I pretty much foretold that everyone in the year would have dabbled in the same things I would dabble in by year 9 or year 10 and then we hit year 10 I come back from long holidays and everyone's been on it everyone's been on the shit and they look at me and I'm like yeah what did I tell you guys in year 8 you guys would all be on that shit <laughs> then um yeah anyways wait i got i got a story right um so when i was in year eight and um i was asked to do some guitar work on someone's ep down in sydney and my mum let me take a week off school best mum ever for that week right and we stayed over at this guy's house which his studio was in and there was this old man that lived in the house like this old asian guy i called him mr miyagi and uh, he was susses me out the whole time. He's just quiet, had this wise presence, like a Yoda presence around him. Like little goatee, short, grey hair. You can picture him, right? And, I, and I'm, um, I was immature. Like I'm, 16, I'm like eight, year eight, so I'm like, like 13, 14. And um, I was asked to do some solos and stuff. And I was, some takes were inappropriate to the song. And then the old man would be hearing it and stuff. And I was, at the time, with my friend group, I was just hanging around guys that were cool and I didn't really like them, but 
I liked being associated with cool. So this old guy on the second last night, I'll never forget it. He goes up to me. He's like, what are your friends like? He's, no, this is what he said. What are your friends like? I said, well, Mitch, he's a footy player. He gets at the chicks. Cameron, he's just like a clone of Mitch, but a little bit better at sport and smarter. And Andrew, he's he's just an idiot and just does dumb stuff. And Ian, he's a good friend. He's smart. And he's like, all he said was this. This is wise guys. So he's like, if you're hanging around fish, you're going to smell like fish. And he walked away. And I was sitting there going, what the hell, old man? What the frick do you mean by if you're hanging around fish, you're going to smell like fish? What does that mean to you guys? What do you hang think that means? Certain, if you hang around with certain people, you pick up along the way the same things that they're talking about, especially if you're not cool at the time and you think that they are cool. So you start hanging around them and eventually you pick up that you pick up their terms and the words they use and surely, slowly but surely, without even realising it, you will turn into the people that you hang around. So it's That's one side of it. What else could we come out with? With If you hang around fish, you're going to smell like fish. I want, I want you to try this, man. Take the mic, right? Yeah, let's, yeah. let's sort this out, right? Okay. The quote is, he dropped this bomb. You have to, it's a simple quote. If you hang around fish, it doesn't mean that you've touched the fish. Yep. So, so you pick up what they're doing, like along the way. What they put down. Yeah. So, like, say if they have a bad reputation. Yeah. If say they're doing like they're breaking into stuff or something, you're hanging around them. You're gonna obviously. Yeah, you're gonna go in. What do you think of that? Yeah, something similar like that. Yeah. So, like, you get blamed for what they're doing as well. Yeah, it's the power of association, right? So, like. Hang around, it clicked to me when I was like a week later, I didn't even get it. But it's like, okay, the quote is, I don't have to touch fish to smell like them. If I hang around fish, I'm going to smell like them. So like you said, if these boys are doing no good, they only just see that I hang with them. So I'm going to wear every, every reputation they have, I have. That goes both ways, good and bad. So I wasn't doing bad stuff as much as they were. But because I hung around them, I was no, I was no different. So it's like being part of a, a, a losing footy team, right? But you're the best player on the team. Yeah, you, you're scoring tries, kicking goals, but your team's yeah. losing. You're still seen as a loser <laughs> because you're associated with the team. Yeah. And if people look at individual stats, you'll stick out. But you're still part of a losing team. And that's the power of your friend group. So you could be wearing crap... Charlie, just come back to you, from the past, from things you did or maybe things other people did, yeah. but you're wearing, you're wearing their, their, their colour. Isn't that pretty deep? Do you think this session's been pretty fun so far? Yeah, you guys? it's been fun. Yeah. Good session, boys. Hey, thanks for listening to the Coda Kings podcast. We really want to encourage you to share this online and personally to any friends, family members and students that you feel would benefit from it. If you go to our website, greenroom.net.au and click on the live tab, you'll see Code of Kings podcast. We want to hear your questions, suggest some topics for us to discuss and give us your feedback about how it's helped you and your friends. Follow us on Instagram at the Code of Kings and hashtag us in your ventures of bravery, moments of discovery and you'll see us posting helpful things up on there. 
We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. We'll see you next time.